let's get this show on the road now that we're caught up on the Threadcast. Drop any threads in that you want. Any questions? Uh, Cal just said, when feet, I will answer because it's just oh so refreshing soonish. It's in the Sooniverse. Uh, if you want to come on air and express your opinions, views, or make fun of me vocally, then just send uh, whatever the request and I'll try to remember to log in. But anyway, <clears throat> what we had uh, was the town hall earlier this week. I think that was very informative uh, on many different angles, as I said on last night's Cryptomaniac uh, podcast. One of the things I think for the town hall team is it was very informative in terms of scope. Uh, It was great to have six uh, applications on there and team leaders from those six applications. I do believe personally it was overkill in the sense that it would have been better probably to do with three and three. Uh, split it up over two town halls simply so there's more time for engagement. I think uh, a Nomad Soul and Nifty did a terrific job with the flow. They did a terrific job with the structure. They did a terrific job with getting the questions from the different um, – um, I'll call them threat cash. You know, there was D-Buzz, there was Wave. So they did a good job of that. The the biggest takeaway that I got, in fact, I wrote an article about this this morning, and, and people kind of still look at this as competition and competition between the apps, and I don't look at it that way. In, in fact, let's take microblogging, which I wrote about. You, you had DBuzz came out with microblogging at the, the, the blog level. Then Leo came out with microblogging, and they figured out a way to do it at the comment level which was a step forward. Then you had Ecency come out with their, their, I think they call it Waves. ActiFit is saying they are doing stuff or are going to be doing stuff. And this is how we take it on because all of this is going to foster engagement. So if it's just like with long-form posts. If you do a long-form post through Peak D and, and you, you put use the Leo tag and I use Leo to see it and I comment on it, well – Somebody from Ecency can comment on my comment on a Peak D post that was the comment was made through Leo because it all pulls from the same database. And it's it's the same thing with all of this. If we look at Hive at its base level as a database and a decentralized database as opposed to Twitter, which is a, de- a centralized database, as opposed to the Facebook family, centralized database, as opposed to YouTube, centralized database, on and on and on. This is how we all feed into the database using these different applications. And when the applications start to go out and do their marketing, then I think you are going to see them bring in more users. Leo has an initiative right now where uh, I think, and I'm going from memory here, and uh, maybe uh, if I'm mistaken, somebody can correct me. But I think they went from about 500 monthly active users or 400 monthly active users to about 1,600 in four or five months. <clears throat> That's tremendous growth. That That is something that is uh, very good to see. Now, if they could go and do another 4X over the next, let's say, six months, now you're talking – I don't know what's four times 1,600, about 6,000 6, to 6,500 users. Well, all of a sudden, in less than a year's time, you went from 4,600 to 6,500. That's pretty good growth. 
And all those users can use other features. They can use other applications, excuse me. They can use 3Speak. They can use PeakD. They can use Essency. They can use whatever they want to use. They can play the games. All of this that feeds into the same system. Uh, so that's that's really was my takeaway from the um, the town hall. If somebody wants to uh, drop what their takeaways are, give their thoughts in the threadcast. I'll read them on air. Uh, let's see. After the one feet updates on Leo Glossary, Bitcoin man. <clears throat> Leo Glossary is being worked on. Uh, I can't update Leo Glossary because the uh, and this is a little nudge at Cal. Uh, for some reason, the latest update, you cannot now update, use the edit feature or the light edit on long form content on Leo. So something went buggy, time to get the exterminators out to kill that. But evidently from what Cal threaded out, there's a whole bunch of bugs being worked on and updates may be coming today or tomorrow to resolve that. But <clears throat> right now, uh, Leo Glossary is adding uh, a lot of movie pages. I'm working on, and a couple other people are working on the, <clears throat> the the IMDb Rotten Tomatoes idea. There are also music albums being put up by Wealthwest. Uh, so all of that is working towards what will be our next phase, probably after the first of the year. We'll announce that, and it's all tied into you know, more features being rolled out on Leo that we're looking at incorporated and ultimately going into some bigger things later next year. <clears throat> Thor, Thorpe NFT, after several days of complaints, I have managed to regain access to the Leo flow host. So I will be updating everything. Uh, Thorpe NFT is pulling the Leo glossary watch movies for free uh, community. He's pulling the actual movies out of there and putting them on, Leo flow. And what that is, is you can go to a page and there, the movie is actually embedded in the page. So you can watch it right from the UI, the, the Leo UI. Uh, you just simply, it's, it's a YouTube feed, feed it's embedded. So you just simply hit play and increase the size of your screen and you watch the movie and you can comment on the movie and all that stuff. And hopefully down the road, you'll be able to like Rotten Tomatoes. You'll be able to vote on the movie right from that page and say, this was terrific. This sucked, whatever the case may be. <clears throat> so that's the update with that. The other thing that uh, uh, was mentioned last week. Uh, and let me uh, see what, if I can pull it up, it was the um, the project that is being worked on in relation to um, oh, where's the UI? Let me do a search on my browser here. Fuck, I can't find it. Um, they're creating the game, and uh, it's in relation to the uh, the Posh program. And I don't remember the name of it, but you can go in and claim your, your tokens uh, 
every day they're doing an airdrop. And uh, this is something that's very interesting because evidently they're building a game around it. And I don't uh, know what the game's going to entail. But I love seeing these initiatives because people are building. And I think that's a very important thing to do is to... um, to see more options for people. And by doing an airdrop or a a claim drop, I think what they're doing is they're spreading out the ownership, if you will, uh, at least of the assets. So uh, again, I don't know what's going to ultimately break out, but the more stuff that's being built, the greater chance that we have to break out. And, And maybe this game is the creme de la creme. Maybe it comes out later next year or whenever it comes out, and it gets 50,000 users. I don't know. Oh, let's see. Andersino, I think ActiveFit could attract more users if they add more features like Strava. Imagine how many people could replace their training apps with one which also rewards your sessions. I personally am not familiar with Strava, so I can't comment on that. But ActiveFit, I do agree, has enormous potential. I do not know why it hasn't gained the traction that it should, but um, it hasn't. So, I mean, I I think everybody on Hive should be using it because it's, you know, really a simple application. Brando28, Hive Town Hall was really interested, maybe a bit too long. I was thinking maybe three guests. Two hours would be optimal. What do you think in the future would be around certain dApps? Blockchain games, Woo, Holozing. Holozing, that's the name of it. Thank you. GLG, then microblogging and so on. Uh, Yeah, I I mean, it's – the idea of the town hall is not specifically to highlight certain applications, although that's certainly uh, part of the, the process. Uh, the idea of the town hall is to educate, <clears throat> inform, communicate, give people a voice, provide a means of feedback, and cover topics that typically are not covered. So what do I mean by that? Well, the applications can do their own <clears throat> Promotion, and I don't mean promotion in terms of trying to get more users, but promotion in terms of the information flow, the the promotion of what they're doing, their roadmap, things of that nature. I mean, we we do have blogging. We do have video capability. We do have all these social media features right at our fingertips. So they can utilize that. So the the town hall isn't specifically to uh, put focus on individual applications. It's to fill in the cracks. Now, one of the the thoughts behind this was it would be good to get a bunch of apps together and highlight different things. I do agree with you. I think the, the six was too many. Maybe three is a much better level so you can get a little bit more engagement from and, and get more into the thinking of these project leaders and, and get a little more direct questioning to them. Um so I, I think that that's a, a good thing. I think, you know, and I don't know if it'll be the topic next month, but obviously some some uh, the, the hornet's nest was kicked with the idea of, uh, well, you know, let's let's propose the idea of getting rid of base layer rewards. 
I, I think that's exactly the type of uh, topic for a town hall. That's the type of topic to bring people in to get users to uh, talk about what their thoughts are, to get their reasoning behind it, to get other people on both sides of the discussion, their thoughts. That could get a little drawn out. It could get a little heated. Uh, it could get to be a lot of things. But, you know, those are the type of topics also that are, are ideal for the town hall. And, you know, a lot of the spotlight is of, of ho- hopefully of this weekend hive is going to be an adjunct to that where we discuss what took place and maybe throughout the month in between these town halls, you know, then hopefully some of these project leaders will show up. We'll talk more about their applications, what they're doing, what what features they've added, what major announcements they have, big plans they have, that type of stuff. Um, you know, I think that's, I did this type of forum is ideal for that. And, you know, as I said, this is open. So it's spaces. Anybody can come on and participate and, and give their view. I have no problem if somebody wants to, to promote their application and what they're doing to, to the wider community and to get the listeners live on here and whoever, you know, happens to listen to the spaces after the fact, I, I think that's only to our benefit. And, you know, I didn't set this up under the town hall umbrella. It was just something that I said, okay, let's let's do this. Uh, let's utilize spaces for this purpose. And, uh, you know, but it does kind of go hand in hand with the town hall idea that, that we put together over the last three or four months. And there may be a lot more direct correlation between the two, maybe lining up some 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 uh guests i mean let me know if you think that it would be a good idea to bring on guests each week or once in a while to talk about different things um you know give me your feedback uh brando have you seen the south park episode in which sea otters take over the world in the distant future no i'm not a south parker but those otters trip me out i i like watching those otters and and again if you don't know, I, I dropped in the Threadcast a YouTube uh, video of, of otters. There's a, a, a channel out of J- Japan that these people own otters, and they live in their apartment or their condo or whatever. And these things are a trip. And uh, so it just shows, and they, they have T-shirts and all kinds of stuff, and they're getting a lot of views on YouTube. And so they're being monetized on YouTube. And it just shows how content creation can get very innovative especially with uh, with Web3 and some of the things we're looking at setting up. Uh, Anders, you know, in the town hall, somebody, don't remember who mentioned that they wanted to see create, they wanted to create specialized group tackle and marketing on different web platforms. How can we support this endeavor? Well, here's, here's I, I got to be very careful how I answer this because, um, I have ideas and they kind of go contrary to the nar- narrative and contrary actually to how the question was asked. Um, and I'll be talking about more about about this in the future and, and writing posts. But basically, he, here's an idea. And, and everybody, everybody wants to, okay, let's start this initiative, let's start that initiative. 
and, and everything like, uh, uh, let's see, uh, how can we support this endeavor? How about what can I do? How about going on to Twitter, X, grabbing something about Hive UC, taking that, going to threads, going to debuzz, going to wigs, posting it, and saying, <clears throat> please go to X, repost this, comment on it, support it, help give it some traction. How about doing that two or three times a day? There's a lot of stuff about the Hive Rally card. There's stuff about VSE. There's stuff about 3Speak. There's stuff about, you know, they call me Dan's posting stuff. Starkers is posting stuff. Hive, Hive Blocks is posting stuff. Um, you know, Asidio's on there posting stuff. There, there's a lot of people posting stuff about Hive, about the different apps, about what they're doing. Most of the apps that we saw on Town Hall, they have a, uh, uh, a Twitter channel. And how about grabbing some of their contact, just throwing it on Web 2 and Web 3 social media, throwing it on threads, throwing it on your Facebook page, whatever, and promoting it. If you have a YouTube channel, how about doing a video about ActiveFit? How about doing a video uh, comparing ActiveFit to the Strava? You know, again, I don't know what Strava is, but, you know, these are things that we can do to promote the applications that we like. Everybody wants to talk, well, we need to do this initiative and that initiative. The problem is everybody talks about this shit. And even if somebody puts it together, nobody, put, no, very few people join. I mean, think about it. If you've done, and if you've put together initiatives, how many people really join? You, you put together something, you put together something people were asking for. They complain that you're, it's not being done. Then when you say, okay, here it is, what happens? And I'll give you an example in terms of a feature. How about rethreads? How many rethreads do you see a day? How long did we on Leo Threads hear people say, we need rethreading, we need rethreading, when it's going to go live? How many people use rethreads? Think about that. How many do you see? How many people on Leo have actually even done a rethread? But people were screaming for it for months. And so... As somebody who's put together initiatives, the problem is, is you can say, we're going to do this initiative, we're going to do that, and you can get on a town hall, and somebody can pick up and take the bull by the horns and go and put it all together, and you know what? For the most part, they end up pissing in the wind. That's just a sad reality, because most people are full of crap, they're all talk, and they take very little action. And that's just the way it is, and I'm being blunt. And this isn't only on Hive. This is in society. This is in life in general. You know, Pareto's, uh, Pareto's Law, 80-20. Bullshit. It's 95-5 in my experience. Maybe I'll give you 90-10. 10% of the people do 90% of everything. The other 90% really don't do squat. And, and, and we see this. Look, think about organizations that you volunteer for. Think about, you know, your church, think about charities, think about, you know, your little league team, think about whatever it is, you know, your kids, little league baseball team. It's the same two or three parents doing everything, every practice, every game, picking up, packing up the bats, packing up all the equipment. It's the same parents all the time. So, you know, 
when you start to talk about these ideas of putting things together, uh, yeah, it sounds great in theory. <clears throat> if even 30%, 40% of the people would participate, they'd be a raging success. But they aren't. You know, look at Hive. You want to rant? Look at Hive. How many people are doing shit on chain versus how many people are on Discord and Twitter? Look at the amount of activity they're doing on Discord and Twitter and look at the amount of activity on chain. There's over 5,000 Hive tweets, not tweets by Hivers, Hive tweets that use the, the tag. How many comments, how many votes, how much activity do those 5,000 generate? 15, 20, 25, 30, 40,000, I don't know. Then how many tweets a day do these hot people on Hive do on Twitter? This is easily into, of, of just act, actions, this easily into 100,000. Take those same people, how much are they doing on Hive each day? How many threads are they doing? How many debuzzes are they doing? How many comments are they doing? They may do their voting. But, you know, that's because of the curation. If there wasn't the curation, they probably wouldn't even vote. They wouldn't even click the, the upvote button. That's my point. So when you start to want to put to, put together these initiatives, okay, first off, you got to find the people to push together the initiatives. And most of the people who put together the initiatives, they've been burned because nobody does anything. They ask questions, they, they, they scream, they say we have to do this, they all have ideas. But then when it comes time to doing the work, crickets, crickets. Uh, you know, same thing with the threadcast, same, same people asking the questions. Now, you know, not everybody has access to threadcast, maybe they're a worker time. Uh, does the Spanish town hall mirror the topics of English version, or do they do their own thing? I and I think they do their own thing. I don't know. I didn't know about the Spanish version until I, I saw a tweet. Uh, I think actually it was the Threadcast American. You know, I saw that like at nine thirty yesterday morning. It was starting at eleven. So, um, you know, I I don't know what they did or or who put it together. Maybe Leo should sponsor the otters. <laughs> I feel that passion, Taskmaster. Well, I'm good. I'm glad, Bitcoin man, because I, I may be a lot of things, but one thing I am is passionate about this. Uh, sorry, just wanted to get you to rant a little. Well, it doesn't take much to get me to rant. Had I listened to you and John Golson long enough to know the answer? Yeah, you you are a regular on Crypto Maniacs. We appreciate, we do appreciate the support. Uh, I can't use it because it counts as a link, so it won't be showed in the feed. Oh, well, well, Brando just did it. Three dots. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's If that's the case, uh, Anders, uh, you know, that's a major, major screw up in the, the program. I also think if you want to rant, I, I also think that, uh, oh, we got requested. Who am I sleeping on? Uh, I also think that... Um, I think Leo should allow YouTube videos at uh, as a top layer thread, uh, a top line thread to everybody, not just certain people, because I think anybody value uh, posting links to YouTube, I think that's valuable content. 
you know, I may not want to see what they're posting. You know, they may post, you know, a video about something I'm not interested in. But, you know, that's my own problem. I, I think, you know, the sharing and embedding of, of YouTube videos is very valuable for the spreading of information. Um, the thoughtful NFT, this town hall in Spanish dedicated part of the topics covered in English one, but specific topics to the Hispanic communities were touched upon. There you go. Um, we got Bitcoin man on the air. What's on your mind? All right. I just wanted to say, I agree. That rant was, was perfect, man. And that's, and it's so true. I I don't think, I don't think people are realizing what it takes to make this successful. We got to bring each other up and be focused on making the experience better for other users new users especially and trying to onboard folks into this and engaging and and doing shit on chain we getting all of these features you know we got we got the chat hive chat you know peak d implemented it uh activefit implemented it recently why the hell are not more of us using it like i'm not saying oh don't use discord not everyone's gonna be on there but and it's not okay. It doesn't have all the features and all that, but still, you know what I mean. We got to use these tools more because it's supporting the chain. You know, if all the Hive communities hop on there instead of Discord, now we got a fair bit of users on there. Now we have something to show. Now other communities could be like, oh, hey, we want a space where we can talk. We we don't appreciate Discord having all of this control. Let's give these guys a try. Look at that. And and as and if more people are using it, they're going to have more incentive to improve it. They're going to get more complaints, more bugs are going to get sorted out. So like we got to try to use more of this more of this stuff that we're trying to build here. And like we we can elevate together. That's the only way. That's a, yep, that's what I want to say. Ah, uh, you guys are killing me. Okay, you're going to drag it out of me. Th- thank you, Bitcoin man. Um, absolutely. I agree with that a thousand percent. I got I got a question for you. Facebook started. Did they go and advertise on CBS? Did YouTube go and advertise on NBC? When Web2 platforms started, did they say we have to go to traditional broadcast media and pull those people over? No. They built their thing. They got interest, they got excitement, they got activity, and people followed. It kicked off the network effect. And I've, I've sent this out a number of times in threads. I've said this a number of times in, in videos over the last couple of weeks. I've even, I think, put this in an article. Everything you do on Hive is exponential. It creates other activities. You do a thread. It has the potential to be upvoted. It has the potential to be rethreaded. It has the potential to be commented on. It has the potential to stimulate an idea with somebody and they put a thread up. Or maybe they do a post. See, the problem I have with the idea is we have to be on Web2 marketing to pull people over. Is that what FriendTech did? Is that what these things that have gone viral did? And by the way, of all the marketing and all the stuff that's been done on on, uh, 
on these Web2 platforms in the last year and a half, what's happened to our user base? It's been flat. It wasn't really until the funding of Leo and the Zealy campaigns that they put together that we actually were able to see some new users. Now, I'm not saying that somebody can't see a tweet, somebody can't see a Facebook post. I'm not saying that that you don't stop that you stop that. But my point is, if we had a hundred thousand threads a day going on, do you think that would gather some attention? Do you think that amount of activity would garner some attention? See, the problem with bringing people over from Web two is if you're a dead application, they're going to leave. We talk about retention. Well, what happens if you go to to a website and it's dead? What if you go to a forum and it's dead? Let's go back for those of you old enough to, to go into the early days of the Internet. You clicked on a forum like those old bulletin board or BNB, BB forums, and you go to a forum. And what happened if you saw like six or eight categories and they had like, two posts in them a piece and, and, and a few comments. You left. It was a dead forum. There was no activity. Now you went to a different forum, uh, a, a different page, and in that forum they had six or eight categories, but you click on them and there's hundreds of pages of posts. And then underneath those hundreds of pages you click on them, there's dozens of comments and, and discussions going on you would engage. You know, you would get active. You'd say, hey, I mean, if it obviously was a topic you were interested in, uh, but if you're on the forum, obviously you would think it would be. That's how it works. And so what people are doing is they're throwing stuff up on Twitter and they're spending their time on Twitter and it's creating exponential because all these digital platforms are the same. It's creating exponential impact for Elon Musk. Now, if you happen to like Elon Musk and you, you're worried about his, his, his wallet and his net worth, okay, fine. I, I guess I can understand that. Quite frankly, I'm not really worried about Elon Musk and his, his wallet. So the idea is we start using and developing our own excitement. You know, how many people have you seen? And I put this offer out. I'll show up on anybody's podcast. I'll show up on any Hyvian show. And no, you don't give me any beneficiaries. You you record it. You post it. You put it on three speak. Knock yourself out. You keep all the rewards. You can use my name. Try to leverage it. If, if that helps, I don't care. Why don't I, I've, I've mentioned that for over a year. You know how many people took me up on it? Zero. How come when I go into any topic on YouTube, you know what I see? The circle jerk. These people all have channels around a particular topic, and they all show up on each other's channels. They all interview each other. It's a big old circle jerk. And what they're doing is they're leveraging each other's subscriber base, trying to get other subscribers. Do we do that on Hive? No. We don't. Do you see people putting together podcasts saying, okay, who's an influencer who will, who will come on? I mean, I can't speak for the guy, but you know what? 
I guarantee you, if you were able to contact, they call me Dan. If you send him a tweet, or if you, you if you have his Discord or something, and you ask him to come on your podcast, or if you ask him to do a video with you for that he's going to put on Three Speak and talk about Hive, he'd do it. If you ask him, can I do an inter- interview with him? If you ask Starker, can I do an interview? I bet I. And again, I'm not speaking for him, but I bet they wouldn't turn you down. If it was for Hive and you were going to put it on three speak, I think they'd do it. You know, time, time, time allowing. You know, I'm trying to see, uh, you know, Nifty's, he's involved in the town hall. He'd do it. Eric would do it. Cal, if, he's, if his time's available, he'll do it. I've, I've asked for cryptomaniacs over the last two years. I've asked most, most, of of all the guests we've had on, I've only had like one or two who said no. And only one or two who said, and eh, not right now because I really don't have anything to say. Out of the dozens and dozens of guests. Know what? Most people said yes. Well, come on. I'll talk about my project. I'll talk about myself. I'll talk about Hive. I'll talk about what I think's going on. I'll talk about whatever. But do we do that? Unfortunately, I don't see a lot of it. And that's where we're not even using the the resources that are available to us. And uh, as Bitcoin Man said, you know, we are social media. We have our own social media network. We're trying to promote people, promote to other people on other social media networks that were a social media network. Instead of building our own social media network. You want to get a, a you want to get a ton of subscribers? Go all over social media, talk about Hive and say, but you're not allowed to come here. You're not allowed to use it. It's for, it's exclusive. You have to apply for membership. You do that, you'll have so many people because they'll be saying, wait, I want to use it. I want it. I mean, that's how people operate. So, you know, I, I'm a firm believer that if we don't utilize this stuff ourselves, why will anybody else? Bitcoin man, you uh, opened up your mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really like that last point. And like the, because at first, as you were talking, I was going to say, well, it's pretty, it's really tough for these new users. This, depending on where they're at, they have to jump through hoops to get a free Hive account, or it's not even possible. I, I guess some locations in Africa or wherever, they're like flagged or whatever. They don't want people to, <laughs> with that or, or anyway, you, you get it. But anyway, but what you said is a different angle, and I like that. I think that turns the game in our favor, making it more exclusive, making it them want to join, not being like, oh, you got to join. You know what I mean? We have to be more like, more uh, implicit with it, you know? We can't just be like, oh, join. We want to make them want to join. Like, you know what I mean? Not not directly. Because, because then they're more likely to be doing all of this stuff. And and still, we, we have to make it a little bit easier. For instance, I'll tell you. Um, so I, 
I'm trying to engage on X, whatever. Just like honestly, just for the sake of this hive like mission thing we're trying to do with onboarding, like this X thing is pretty lame. Never really was into Twitter, but anywho. So I I, I met some people and I'm like, oh hey, check out Hive, whatever. You know, he got on with with uh he got a, an account and then he's starting to post and then he's like, oh, it says I need to add money so that I can post more because he ran out of resource credits. You know what I mean? I was like, okay, don't worry here. I'll just delegate you some. But still, the point is like there's all these hurdles and all these things that could keep like new users from using it and liking it. Because imagine they start, they try it out. They download some Hive app or log into Hive. They manage to get a free account. They make like a post. They try to leave some comments. It's like, oh, you can't. You have to buy something and now they're like what you know a lot of people could be turned away they might be like oh this is a scam or whatever it's not a good look so i feel like we got to maybe try to look into delegating resource credits to these new accounts or figuring like i just for a long time i feel like we have to try to do a better job of welcoming people to hive making it easier for them to understand how it goes and also just rewarding them a little bit to start because if they're just uh, especially if they didn't get introduced by someone, if they're just coming in on their own, the chances are they're not going to be getting much traction or even like upvote-wise and whatever. And then, you know, then they'll be like, oh, man, what the heck? And then they'll see other people are earning a fair bit. And then they're like, what the fuck? This, um, what's wrong with my shit? And then, you know, so I feel like we got to try to do a little bit better job of making it easier on the newcomers so that we can retain users. Without a doubt. I, I'm not saying Hive's perfect, and I'm not saying that there's not a lot of issues we, we don't have to overcome, and there is a learning curve, and, and quite frankly, as I've said many times, a lot of the learning curve's not going to be elim- eliminated because it was like the learning curve with the Internet. Uh, sorry about your luck, but you have to learn how to use a web browser. You have to learn how to use a search engine. You have to learn how to log on. Right. Uh, you know, part of this is you're going to have to learn how to, to use a key system. But, yeah, there there certainly is resource credits. There are certain things that, that we can do. But uh, a lot of what I'm referring to specifically uh, doesn't even uh, deal with that because these are people who know about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking so, about. I hear your point. I know what you mean because no. you're talking about the people that are actually in Hive that have a stake that they're not. They're not using it. They have all this, all these resource credits, but they're going to waste. They're yeah. using other social platforms. Well, and, and also, here's a very simple idea. There's a lot of knowledge on Hive, and, and there's a lot of knowledge about photography. There's a lot of knowledge about cryptocurrency. There's knowledge about finance. There's knowledge about uh, cooking and, and a whole assortment of things. And there's people who write very knowledgeable things. How often do you see these people on Twitter taking an article, a PD article, a high blog article, a Leo article? I, I don't care, Ecency article. I don't care which front end you're grabbing it from. Grabbing this article and putting it out on Twitter, even in not, and I'm not, I'm talking not your article, somebody else's article, and posting it in uh, photography or a recipe or a food uh, tag on Twitter, and using the knowledge on Hive, using Ecency.com or IO, whatever it is, using PeakD.com as a resource center, a reference center for, hey, here's somebody with knowledge. 
Here's mm-hmm. an article that is very knowledgeable. See, you see people doing it with Fortune magazine and CNN and exactly. CNBC and right. all this other stuff. But do we grab the our own content? When I say our own content, I'm talking Hive in general, yeah. not you know us personally, and putting it out there and saying, "Oh, here's a terrific article in response to what you know Powell said of of the Fed yesterday." And posting it, and it's Joe Schmo, who you don't know, but you saw the article on PD, and it's like, okay, this guy nailed it. I think he's right. And you, you share that out on Twitter. These are the little things that we uh, don't do. Uh, Bitcoin Man, we had somebody else joining us. Um, how Daryl rolls, I think it is. Uh, what's on your hey, mind? Task. Good to talk to you. Um, I wanted to comment uh, just when Bitcoin uh, Man was talking there. Uh, one of the, like, and I know this is just going back to like, it's the internet, you need to learn how to use things, but I do feel like we would probably do really good with like a little pop-up when you run out of resources being like, Hey, this is why resources are a thing. It stops spam. Here's how to work around it and blah, blah, blah. And like, there isn't really much that holds people's hands for the initial thing. And I know that's kind of up to the community, but I feel like we had our own little uh what's that guy clippy it's like hey i see you're trying to write a ransom note you'll get more money if you use stronger language it's like we could have some kind of like ai little educator that teaches us why certain things happen on hive and it would make the experience way more welcoming for new users and like for me it's like i showed up because i made money Yay, I make money. And then I found the skateboarding community, and I found the welcoming community sense there and the fact that we could work together with business-wise. That's what cut, kept me there. But it, if I didn't have that good welcoming, I could have very easily left as soon as the bull market was over because all it was is spam and uh, what was his name? Bernie Sanders fucking posting his shit on, on Steam. Like, it was... It was not the best experience, and it was the community that made me stay. So I feel like we could do a lot better, whereas, like, so many of us are so deep in the hive world, we don't even know how to explain it. It's like trying to explain water as a fish. I I would agree with you 100%. A lot of that is up to the front ends and that, you know, as an extension of the the discussion from Wednesday at the town hall, that is something certainly I think the front end should look into uh, uh, putting as part of their their front end. That when somebody does run out on peak D, it pops up and it says, "Okay, this is what your issue is. I I just also posted uh, from Leo Glossary a page called Hive Glossary. I've written a lot of this stuff up and I'm going to be going through and really expanding on it. But here's a resource. How many times have people said, okay, what is Peak D? There's a page for Peak D, I believe. Grab it. What is three speak? What is this? What is that? And dropping it when people ask credit. What are resource credit? Here, what, what's there? And, and now that you mentioned that, I'll have to uh, amend the resource credit page to include that if you run out and stuff like that. But again, these are resources. And I, I agree with you a thousand percent. We as a community are responsible for helping people and holding their hands to a degree. And these are some of the ways and part of the town hall initiative is to... Uh, 
have these conversations, to provide the education, to provide the communication, to talk about governance, to talk about high power, to talk about what some of these things are and, and why they're important. And resource credits certainly are, are an important factor. Uh, before you guys jump back in, let me try to catch up on some of these threads. Uh, self-help, finally made to spaces, speaking YouTube videos, the embeds are broken in post two. I hope they fix it. Yeah, they, they're wonky on the post on Leo. Uh, Jordy is tuning in from Cuba, and she is listening while she prepares lunch. What you making, Jordy? Uh, self-help for trolls. Facebook built up the hype in the local area first. I was in the Boston at the time and spread through the schools. Yeah, they, it's a pretty incredible story. Sunseeka, a favorite of ours. Onboarding requires education on Hive. It's not easy to get in. DAPs are user-friendly. But to people that are already here, that is already logged in, creating an account and joining first time is too complicated. Onboarding is still an issue without a doubt. It needs to be addressed. Uh, what place is Town Hall Witness at? I don't know. I haven't looked. I think 38 or something. Self-help patrols. I think we need to be doing cool stuff that bleeds out into the real world and putting breadcrumb trails to Hive and Leo rather than just talking about Hive. Have Hive meetups that are fun and open to other friends. Um, yeah, I, I've said for years, market the apps. Talk about 3Speak. Talk about the skate community. Talk about the wrestling. Woo, Woo is very intriguing to me because it's very targeted. And they may not bring in 10 million people, but they're going to bring in loyal, dedicated people around that topic. Uh, Brando, uh, okay, he's answered somebody else. Uh I said I go on absolutely anybody's show. Yep. Tokenized here. Okay, glad to see you. Brando, looking at my ex phone feed, I saw many people active on there. People were once active on Leo Finance, probably shift their focus when Elon started to spread the ad revenue. You know, that's another thing. I, I read this. It, this just blows my mind. Somebody posted this on threads, and they're talking about the premium. And they say, well, $10, that's more than Elon char char charges. It's 7 bucks for the blue check mark, and you can, you can earn revenue on, on uh, X. You give Elon 7 bucks a month. How many clicks do you need to earn any revenue? What is it, like $5 million? I, I mean, it, it's just what, what happens on, on Hive? You know, you, you, write, you write your first thread, you get upvoted, you get money seven days later. Um, but that's how people think. Uh, Thorkel NFT, I think a good way to generate adoption will be to promote Hive as a platform is consume content. We have very good content. We need people to consume it. Yeah, again, but you're trying to promote Hive. I would, I would try to uh, promote the author who, who you think the content's very good. And photography, I use that as an example, A, because I'm not really a photographer and all this stuff looks incredible to me. But I know there's a lot of photography knowledge. That could be a basis to start spreading the knowledge and make this a reference point. Uh, we should pr promote the platforms individually. Three speak as a platform to consume videos. Yeah. Uh, but then again, see, here's the other thing. Content consumption is related to content creation. And content creation is related to what is the quality of it. And, and I, know, I don't want to open up the quality uh, discussion, you know, in terms of quality content, uploads, any of that stuff. I'm talking a lot of the stuff that you see written, a lot of the posts are just shit. You know, let's be honest. They're 200 words, and the people say very little about nothing. 
Now, there's other people who put together terrific uh, stuff, and they're terrific tutorials. They're educational. You can do it about geography. You can do it about a restaurant. You can do it about uh, photography. You can do it about your sports team. You can give an in-depth discussion about, you know, why the latest trade by the, 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 the Philadelphia 76ers was a great move for the Sixers and the dumbest move in the world for the Clippers. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that can be written that rivals what these, quote, experts out there on, you know, the regular uh, broadcast media and stuff are doing because the knowledge level is at that par. So why not promote that individual who's writing these sports stuff on the level what these talking heads on ESPN are chirping about and promote his or her stuff? You know, that's my point. Uh, Brando agrees totally with Bitcoin man. So many users with big voting power are now chasing X impressions out there using high voting power to make newbies see the potential. Uh, Self-help for troll. Bernie Sanders is on steam it. What a trip. Yeah, that was interesting. Brando, we all can do our part. Sunseek, uh, yesterday I was on the Hispanic town hall with you all on the Cryptoholics. After the event we had in Caracas, for me, it was became a way way more important to be everywhere um, to take as much possible to bring the Spanish speaking side. Yes, we we can we can we can do enormous amount of good with the Spanish speaking community because first off the Spanish speaking community is enormous. They're overlooked. They should be uh, supported. So there's a lot of stuff we can do. Uh, I have to check mark on X, says Sunseeka. I do not, says Taskmaster. I can use the features, but monetize is not available because I'm in Venezuela. I don't give Elon the money, and I wouldn't be monetized anyway since I do about two tweets a day. Uh, then again, if Hivians manage to gain master foothold, also others them fellow Hivians and still remember Hive here so he can do some serious hot promoting. Yeah, you know, it, it's all the search for influencers always is we need influencers, we need influencers. Well, we brought over influencers and guess what? They just did a money grab and ran. They don't bring their communities with them. So again, I always go back to did YouTube influencers, did they come from mainstream media? Did Did the original YouTube influencers come over from CNN and Fox and, and, you know, Hollywood actors and actresses and celebrities. No, they created their own. It was some dude or some girl who just, you know, turned on their webcam and just started to film themselves and uploaded their videos. They started doing goofy stuff or they started doing serious stuff. And they started to get a following. They gained traction. And as the platform grew, so did their following. Now, ultimately, obviously, you have the mainstream media. They send out their clips on YouTube and stuff like that. Um, but still, you're big YouTube. I mean, Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast is the most uh, watched personality. Mr. Beast eclipses all mainstream celebrities into, on, on YouTube. Who the hell's Mr. Beast? Now I, I don't know because I've never I've never watched an episode I've never dug in, into the the background or the story there, but Mr. Beast I think is a YouTube phenomenon, not somebody who came over from elsewhere. That's what Web three needs. Is Web three we need to focus on? We need to create our own experts. We need to create our own platforms. We need to create our own businesses. We need to create our own models. And you know what? 
I firmly believe we have a lot more to offer than Web2 does simply because we have the ability to tokenize. We have the ability of censorship resistance. We have the ability of true account ownership. We have the ability of NFTs. We have the ability to gamify things. We have the ability to uh, distribute ownership. We have all these abilities. We have the ability to set up digital cooperatives that can be highly successful. They can't do that on Web2. Web2, Elon, I don't give a shit what Elon says. I'm going to make a prediction for everybody. Elon has to follow the Web2 business model. He has no other choice because he has investors involved with his company. He cannot roll that into a Web3 structure. He simply cannot. He has to pay off his Web2 investors. And Zuckerberg with Facebook, he has Wall Street to answer to. Same thing. They have to follow the business model to generate the revenues to keep those investors happy. We have, we have the ability with Web3 that we can, we can start things from scratch in a much different format. Um, hey, Task, Elon is announcing Starlink broke even in terms of cash flow. Do you think the news will impact perception of his other enterprises? Uh, no, Elon, Elon's so divisive. Those who like Elon, it doesn't matter. Those who hate Elon, they're just going to attack him. Um, you know, the, the only benefit for me as a Tesla shareholder is that if Starlink's breaking even, he doesn't have to put any of his own money into it. If X is breaking even, he doesn't have to put any of his own money into it. But I don't have any financial interest in Starlink. I don't have any financial interest in X. So I could really, you know, I don't really give a hoot if he's making money or not. Uh, good for him. But, uh you know, and that 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 says Starlink. Does it, does that mean SpaceX is making money, or they, you know, Starlink is a, an entity within SpaceX? Uh, Tokenize also said, I know Mr. Beast is one of the biggest YouTubers out there, but that's about it. Never seen any of his videos. Yeah, I don't know. You know, well, I, I how about the old Honey Boo Boo? I think Honey Honey wasn't Honey Boo Boo a YouTube star? Tell me in the threadcast. I thought Honey Boo Boo was a YouTube phenomenon. Uh, you know, but then again, I, you know, I, I don't really care. I mean, if, if you're into Mr. Beast, great. Uh, I watch certain people on YouTube, but I, YouTube's replaced broadcast TV for me, but I, I would move away from YouTube in a heartbeat uh, for other stuff. And especially if I could watch my YouTube stuff or if I could watch YouTube stuff on like threads or on Leo. I mean, that, that's, that's the whole point of the watch movies for free is, okay, instead of going to YouTube and watching this film, well, why don't you watch it on, yeah, it's a YouTube feed, it's a YouTube embedded video, but why not watch it on Leo? I mean, I've watched a number of movies that way. And, you know, again, I got to remind myself to go and throw a fit with uh, the Leo finance team to try to allow the the YouTube and and Nifty said in the Threadcast, uh, Spotify uh, previews, in top line threads to everybody because I, I think that's content that, that should be shared. So <clears throat> what else? Uh, let me see. Nobody else requesting to come on air. Uh, anybody who, uh, either of you two who have speaking right, have any other yeah. thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to, first of all, say, damn, you dropping a lot of haymakers over here. Some serious points. I love it. And, uh, if, Everyone listening didn't catch on. Taskmaster is really into photography. <laughs> but anyway, um, I wanted to speak a little bit more about like the 
what how dairy was talking about and like and also what you mentioned and like i understand that there is gonna be some learning curve but i feel like it could still be reduced like to a certain extent it's not going to be this as simple as as these other applications because they have this centralized party to fall back on like let's say they forget their password or whatever anyway but and and then the point was made that like oh the, the front ends need to do a better job and although i agree and that's true that's going to be the base of of making it more user friendly but they can't do it on their own i think we need to make more of an effort and maybe make some sort of committee or some i don't know what where so where a bunch of hive users are going to be joining into the effort of working on like helping with this user retention and whatever you know maybe in in whatever form they can and in the form of maybe donating uh, delegating hive power or or their time to to help with with like you know talking to these people and or whatever giving them tips or something like that so i think that should be something we look into is making a like a organization that's going to be like a hive organization that's going to be focused on okay these are the new people that came on let's just you know help try to keep them here by making their experience better so yeah that's all i wanted to say yeah i mean again now you're back to the committee who's going to start it up who's going to put all their time in and then of course who's going to support it and, and my rebuttal to that is i so see I people asking questions on i just heard the tail end of that because i was on a phone call and now i have to go to shore because i live on a boat um yeah definitely fully agreed uh i think i i think i can't hear taskmaster i'm probably talking over him because i just see he muted um so i apologize i got rugged um i am gonna start an idea you know skate hive has our own front end so instead of the old word clippy that used to pop up and tell things he's going to be a skateboard named flippy and he's going to be powered by ai i think that's going to be one of our future features on the uh skate hive app <laughs> that's amazing that, that that's a sick idea and sorry just to to quickly I forgot another thing when you were talking about AI and I think this is something we should use because like, for instance, I don't know if you guys heard of Jordan Harbinger. He has like a podcast or whatever. And, but he, he got his own AI thing where they, like some company, it, it trained the, that AI with all of this con his content, all of his podcasts. And then you can ask the AI questions of like, what are his opinions or this or that? And the AI will be like, well, based on this, he talked about that. Oh, here's a link, you know, to the video or the whatever, the, the link to the podcast. And like, so I think that could be something really cool because if we have something that's a little bit smarter, it could be like a really helpful resource where, oh, somebody's lost or they need some help. Boom. They could just ask this AI thing that's trained on a database of stuff we, we give it. And, you know, I feel like that's that could be a really worthwhile angle to look into but again it goes back to what you were talking about who's gonna do it and but again don't we have these proposal things like 
Anyway, all right. That's all I got to say. Sorry about that. Uh, Certainly, and it's great to hear Skate Hive is going to be implementing something because – yeah, that that that's that's wonderful. So so it just shows that this call had a, had a positive effect. <laughs> Even if uh, you people listening uh, didn't get anything out of it, at least we we had one idea that can help move Hive forward coming from the Skate Hive community, and and that's good to see and and look forward to what they're adding. And and hopefully, like most other things, everything's copied and pasted when it comes to ideas and other front ends see that and, and want to utilize what uh, what what uh, is done uh, or replicated. As for what Bitcoin Man just said, certainly I, I think uh, the idea of using AI to create some answering services or to create, feed it some data about Hive so people can ask questions and get some answers. I I think that's a wonderful idea. And, uh, you know, I I think there's a lot of different things that we can do. But again, it just goes back to, I always say, well, what are you doing? What what is is somebody doing as an individual? And what I was going to say before is, I've seen people asking questions on threads and I'll, I'll scroll through when I wake up in the morning. So I'll scroll through three, four hours back and the questions are unanswered. You know, if somebody asks a question, nobody answers it. And, and you know, it, I think this is the point that is being made. We all have to, to take up the, the mantle and say, okay, when somebody asks a question, answer. Um, but a lot of times people won't even answer a question. It can't be bothered. So that's where, again, my experience is you get into a 90-10, 95-10 situation. And all this sounds great when it's in discussion. But over 35 years with different organizations, both in business and in, 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 in personal uh, organizations and stuff I belong to, it's always the same thing, whether it's Lions Club, whether it's Kiwanis, whether it's a church group, or a charity group, whatever it is on Hive. It's a handful of people who tend to do everything, and most people don't even lift a figure. But you know what they excel at? Complaining. They'll complain about everything the people are taking action or doing. Um, you know, and that, that's just the reality of what takes place. So... I, I, we're not going to change human nature, unfortunately. Uh, the masses are not going to be involved in most change. The masses tend to be followers, and we need to understand that. And that's I, I, for over a year I've been saying everybody needs to treat their Hive account as a business because what we do on Hive is monetized. That moves it from a personal level to a business level. Now, whether it's a business you focus a lot of attention on or you just kind of give it a little bit of attention like a hobby plus, that's up to you. But most people, they don't take it seriously. Now, these are the people who are going to complain three years from now when other people who busted their ass for a few years building their brand, building their business, building their reputation, building whatever they're building are making boatloads of money and they'll complain about it. And it's like, you had the same opportunity. What did you do? And that's where I've said, you can hit somebody with in the face with a fish, 
and they'll miss the opportunity. Because even when they're hit in the face, they can't see it. And that's what, to me, what Hive is. It's a tremendous opportunity. It's where things are going, in my opinion. It's where the world is going to be, the digital world. It's going to be Web3, and Hive is an epitome of Web3. Now, a lot of people may disagree with that. They may disagree with the Hive part. They may disagree with the Web3 part. Okay, that, that's fine. Um, if you think the, the future is Facebook, maybe, maybe you're right. I don't know. But I do know one thing. Unless you're holding meta stock, whatever you do on Facebook, you don't profit from. On Twitter, on YouTube, unless you are a super producer, a super content creator, a super, you know, heavily followed person, you're probably not getting shit from either platform. I do know on Hive, you come here, you make a thread, Cal comes through and upvotes you. Seven days later, you get yourself a little Hive, a little HBD, and a, a little HP, a little HBD, and a little bit of Leo. Now, you're not going to get rich off that. But you are getting something. And so, you know, there's a lot of different ways to look at this. My view is the best way is it's an opportunity. And yes, there's learning curves. Yes, there are issues. Yes, there are, is tribalism. All of that exists. I, you know, there's problems with the front ends. There's bugs. There's technology issues. There's things here that are missing, which we really need. Like I've talked about smart contracts and BSC. Yeah. Now, are you going to sit around and wait for all that to be resolved before you do anything? Are you going to say, fuck it, I'm going to go and, and start building anyway in spite of the issues? Work around it. And when it's fixed or when, I, when what we need is built, okay, then you're that much further ahead. You know, and it all goes back to you know, it's it just, I've said this on, on the last few episodes. People will spend forever on Web2 trying to promote their, their Patreon, trying to promote their their Twitter on YouTube and their YouTube on Twitter, and trying to build their brand, trying to get followers. Then they come to Hive and throw up an article or throw up a video and say, I got no votes. This is a scam. Uh, how about doing some work to brand yourself? How about doing some work to market yourself? What What did you do with your article? How many places did you send send it to? Did you put it out on other social media? Did you Did you make a video about your article and link your article in your YouTube at the bottom of your YouTube video? See, these are little things, but you know, this is minor stuff. I don't see happening, and then I see people complain. I'm not making any money. But, uh, but they'll run over to Twitter and say, you know, if I get 50 million clicks, Elon will send me a dollar ninety-five, or whatever it is. You know, people on YouTube trying to build channels for years to get to whatever the minimum levels are, and then they make a few bucks. You know, you need millions and millions and millions of hours of views to, to get – or millions of hours of, of, of viewing – to be making the huge money. I mean, Mr. Beats, you know, probably gets billions of hours. <clears throat> you know, you got three, you got 20 million, 30 million, 40 million followers. You're going to get a lot of hours of viewing. Especially if you have a, a huge content of, of material. 
But these are the little things. For some reason, people want to think Hive is different. We're no different. The basic functionality in terms of what you have to do as an individual is the same. If you're a content creator, you still got to market yourself. You still got to brand yourself. Now, within the Hive community, it's easier to brand ourselves because it's a much smaller pond. You can stand out. You can get on these spaces. You can, you can engage with people on threads. You can go and, and comment in their, in their blog posts. And, and, you know, most people aren't getting 300 comments. So if you go every day to the same person's blog post and you comment, after about a week or two, that person's going to remember you if they're reading their comments because, you know, there's not 60,000 comments there to sift through. Same thing on, you, on, on three speak videos. You know, you get three, four comments maybe. Somebody's making a comment every day, they're going to stand out to you. Now, I'm not saying that's going to do anything for you necessarily, but it's a lot easier to stand out. And that, that's, that, I think, is one major advantage we all have, is if we do the fundamental stuff, and that's what I've done. I mean, if anybody asks me, which, by the way, very few people do, but what's the secret to my success on Hive is consistency. I show up every day and I put as much content out there as I can. And anything new that can get me more content out there, I do. I use threads because I can put content out there. I, I, I used to leave uh, – Asher used to have the, the – the, he used to pull the data. And I would leave – I would put over 100,000 uh, uh, words in just comments a week up. 100,000. That's not including the post. That's just comments. I was everywhere. That's what gets you noticed. You got to be everywhere. And on Hive, you can. You know, and I wasn't spamming people because obviously you're not going to do that just by saying, you know, nice post. Thank you. You know, these were legitimately written out comments. Some of the comments became blog posts. But that's how you do it. We don't have conversations. I go on to Twitter. I see people having Twitter conversations. I don't see that on uh, on Hive. You see somebody, they leave a comment, the, 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 the author doesn't even respond. Or the author responds and the person doesn't respond back. You know, same thing on threads. Somebody leaves, leaves a comment and somebody responds and the, the original poster doesn't respond back. They ask a question, they don't get an answer. People ask questions, I've done it. I've written a question on threads. What do you think of this? Cricket. You're telling me nobody read that thread? Not when I'm writing it in the middle of the day in, in, in Eastern Standard Time, because that's the most active time, or one of the most active time. People couldn't be bothered to answer. And I, I, I don't ask, you know, astrophysics type questions. But again, it's like, what are you doing? You know, you get a thousand of these, oh, that's a nice thread. Oh, that's a wonderful post. You know, that's what we're dealing with. So, I mean, you, you either expect people for what they are or you expect them to change. And if you expect people to change, sadly, you're going to be disappointed in my experience. Okay, let's see. Where did I leave off? Uh, tokenize. Hey, Task. Oh, yeah, I read that one. Tokenize again. Tokenize. Good point. I think I read SpaceX in general is broke even, but we'll need double check on that. Ah, SpaceX can go to the, the debt markets and they get funded. The, the VC market for it's huge for SpaceX. 
Uh, Self-help for trolls. Totally agree on YouTube links in Leo. I read that. Um, RM Sacri is listening to the space. Brando said Skate Hive needs to be much more active on in Leo Threads. Listening to the previous town hall was the first time I heard about it. Uh, Skate Hive uh, did do some stuff in the past, and I would agree with you. I think it's a great way uh, for it to um, spread the word. Uh, Jeff Jago is looking forward to chatting with Flippy. I think we all are. Brando, again, in my opinion, the Faction Hive data on thread should be done with the, uh, I forget what that symbol, menu function. If I can remember correctly, this was mentioned by Cal or someone a long time ago. I, I don't know. Uh, you know, the development is development, guys and, and girls. I, I don't really get too upset about the time of development and development issues. I, I know it's, it's very difficult, very buggy. If it was just one development team, fine, you know, they're, they're morons. But I've seen it with all the development teams. They all have issues. It, 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 it's just the nature of the beast. And there's only so much they can get done. And then they, they develop some cool stuff and it breaks other stuff. So I, I always tend to give developers the benefit of the doubt. As long as they're, they're still doing stuff and updating stuff, they're doing their job. Unfortunately, it's a, it's a tough gig. Um, I can't do it, certainly. I wouldn't even try to do it. And it's just thankless work, and it's a lot of grinding. So I always cut them a little slack, and, and features come out when features come out. And as we've seen in many instances, sometimes, you know, we get so excited for features and it's like, bring them out. Then, then the features are released and it's like, everybody's let down because they're full of bugs. So sometimes, you know, screw it, just hold the features back. Uh, okay. Nothing new in the threadcast. Uh, nobody requesting to speak. Uh, anybody else want to come on air? Uh, Bitcoin man, you have any other thoughts other than uh, what you've expressed? I'll take that to mean no. If nobody else has anything in the threadcast they want to talk about, nobody's requesting to come on air. So. Yeah, oh, yeah. Bitcoin I'm, man, I'm pretty, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna say, yeah, I'm pretty much done. The only thing I was just like, even a little before this for something else, because I, I guess I'll tell you guys about it, but. I'm sure a lot of you, if you listen to these kind of, well, yeah, if you're here, you probably heard of Edwin's sweet voice, but I was, uh, I just wanted to, I was looking into trying to do an ad on the Fountain app for, uh, for Hive, and Edwin said he'd be down, so I'm going to, I was going to be looking into trying to make some ghetto proposal thing to raise funds for it i was gonna put in some money into it as well because it's not that much i think it's like a 100 bucks or so to have it be shown to a lot of people but i feel like there's a little bit more that needs to be done so that all that traffic or potential traffic is leveraged as best it can be right but anyway so i was gonna do that and a lot of other things that we talked about now i want i'm gonna be making some nice long form posts about this because there's we, you're right. We need to be doing more, and and you gotta lead by example. You gotta, cause you know, when people see it, 
then they'll be like, oh shit, this is how you do it. And and Zeely, I think, is a great, great tool that we have, and we have to try to find ways to get more people on Hive on that Zeely campaign, because it, it allows, because here you mentioned a lot of things, right? But all of that is strategy, and not necessarily everybody is going to be capable or, or or have the time to think about this kind of stuff and, and be like, oh, yeah, I should do that. You know what I mean? So I feel like Zeely uh, is a nice way to get people to do these sort of strategic moves, you know? Yeah, we, we, right. without, without a doubt, Bitcoin, man, it, it, it's that's why uh, a lot of what I'm developing, especially with Leo Glossary, I use the term proof of concept. Because you need to show people what to do, and, and then they can follow and 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 follow follow the system and and do it for what whatever they're doing. What they can can uh, contour it to themselves. And, and Zilli is is kind of in line with that. Where okay, the 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 project leader behind the Zilli campaign lays out what 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 the format is and and what the specific tasks are. And then everybody just, you know, blindly says, okay, go over here and do this. And then that'll earn you these points. Um, and, and yes, yeah, so you develop a system, you develop a structure to, to achieve a, a designed end. So Zeely is, is very good in that regard. But that's also why I throw out ideas like take an article that you read on Hive that is about a particular topic that you find interest in. If you're reading the article, you're probably interested in it. And I'm not necessarily talking about an article that talks about Hive. I mean, a lot of my writing is about Hive. So I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about somebody who's writing about the Fed or who writes about, you know, raising children or writes about photography. And you're right. Yeah, I don't know crap about photography. I don't know crap about coding. So, you know, but people who write about these different topics, who write about food and recipes and travel and all this stuff, take those articles, throw them on social media, use the appropriate tags to try to get that, you know, that URL in front of people, get some traffic flowing to Peak D or Ecency or whatever front end you're using and let them let other people see there is some knowledge here. And if you do that enough, and if people start to see that enough, maybe they'll start to see that as a resource center. Uh, Nifty, you jumped on air. What's on your mind, good sir? Yeah, man. Um, a great space. Been been listening. Hadn't been able to jump in until just now. But I wanted to add, you know, we, we talk about doing all this outreach stuff and, you know, that's all great, but we should also support the people that are doing it. And, you know, one way we can do that is it, it goes back to governance. Take a look at your witness votes. Uh, look at the people that are that are on social media. They're pushing this stuff forward. Look at what they're building to push the, the ecosystem forward. And, you know, if they if they've got a price feed that's a year old, maybe you consider uh, moving your vote to a to another witness that's that's active and doing something. So uh, there's that. And also, uh, just wanted to drop a little alpha for anybody that might know my project, GM Friends. Um, it's a it's a cross blockchain social NFT project um, aimed at you know building activity on Threads, and it was launched before Threads was even out of alpha. 
Um, so going to be some major changes coming on there, uh, potentially with the way the token distribution works and, and things like that and having to shift directions a little bit, but, um, figured maybe, maybe there might be a couple people on here that are involved that, um, might want to know that we are actually working on some stuff. So, uh, big news coming from, uh, the GM friends project very soon. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's, that's what it's about is, um, you know, I, I am, I am a believer in the toilet paper theory. You, you throw enough at the wall, something's going to stick. And I don't know what the, 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 the project is. That's going to be the creme de la creme. I don't know what it's going to be about hive that puts hive over the top. I, I believe it'll be something, you know, will it be HBD? Will it be, you know, what Speak Network's building? Is it going to be something in conjunction with VSC? Will it be Leo? Will it be Essency? Will it be Three Speak? Will it be the Woo uh, community? Will it be the skate, skate Hive? Will it be, you know, CyberX or one of the games? I have no idea. What I do know is what Nifty just said is the most crucial aspect to something, in my opinion. I don't know what Nifty's plans are for for the GM friends. But obviously, they're doing some development, they're doing some update, which means to do that, he has some type of roadmap that he's working from, even if it's just mental. He has an idea of where he wants to take things, at least in the, the, the near to medium term. That's what it's about. Nothing is worse than dead projects. And what's a dead project? One, you see no development. One, you see no roadmap. One, you see no updates, no action. I I don't care what direction a project's moving in, as long as it's moving. As long as they're doing something. You know, if you're doing something, you do it wrong. You can always, like, backtrack and do something else. But at least you're doing something. If a project has nothing going on, it's dead. And this comes back to my initial point. If somebody shows up on Hive and they see an article and there's no comments, what are they going to think? What if they show up on DBuzz and there's no engagement? What are they going to think? What if you show up on Splinterland and it takes you two hours to get a game because you just log in and they're, you're just sitting there? They're not going to return. What happens if you show up to Threads you, you ask a question, nobody replies. People are going to go where the activity is. And the activity, unfortunately, is a result of the network effect. And you have to kick off the network effect. And unfortunately, it, it becomes the chicken or the egg. How do you get the network effect? You, you need people to create the effect. How do you do that? Activity. Well, it's the activity that creates effect. How do you get the activity? Well, you get more people. More people from activity gets more people. You got to start somewhere. So the point is you start with what's there and you increase, you build, you grow, you know, and it's the same thing across all of Hive. You know, whatever GM Friends has planned, it's a step forward. It's progress. And they're doing something. You know the the what I, I read it what hollow zing or whatever it is, um, 
that's a new project. It, it, it's a morphing from, you know, one project that we've already had, the posh token. Now, I don't know what it's going to be in terms of the game. I'm not into gaming, but it's like, okay, this is great to see. Maybe it'll be a major success. Maybe it won't be. But at least Asidio and, and his team is trying something. They're developing. They're building. And maybe maybe it'll attract, you know, five or 10,000 people from outside of Hive. Let's be honest. We build something that attracts 10,000 new users. That's a huge success. And yes, to get 10,000 people onboarded with Hive accounts, <laughs> we, as we've covered, is a nightmare. But uh, so a lot of work to be done. But we can sit and bitch about it or we can do something about it. And we, we've seen a couple people on here tonight uh, on this spaces who are doing stuff, and it's good. Uh, they're also active on Hive, which is great. And we just need more of that. Uh, Nifty Brando is very happy with you. Says that's great to hear. Been farming GM almost from the beginning. Yeah, I love to see that. I, I want to add this to, <clears throat> you know, I'm not a developer. You know, my, my dev skills are very limited. Um, but, you know, the beauty of what we have here on Hive is that, you know, if you have an idea, there's somebody out there that's probably going to be willing to help you build it and, and bring it to life. So I won't say names, but shout out to everyone that's helped, uh, you know, make this project possible. And, uh, yeah, so if you have an idea, put it out there. Maybe maybe some some wizards will come to the, come to the you know, step to the plate and help you build it. Yeah, well, Nifty, first off, if you want to give me credit for helping uh, your project to become a success, I'm perfectly willing to take the credit, um, even though I don't deserve it. But I'll take credit even if it's undeserved. But in seriousness, what you just said is absolutely true. I, I did a video about this the other day. Just get started. Whatever your idea is, start working on it. Start building. Start doing something. Start moving in a direction. Because a couple things happen, I found. First off is some other people will end up showing up. And you, you can, if you let people know what you're doing, other, other people will step up to the plate and, and help you out. Now, it's going to be, again, part of that 5 or 10% of people who do mostly everything. But there will be people who, look, who, who step up to help out. Another thing that happens over time that I found is we get more tools at our disposal on high. And that is a big thing because do not stop yourself because you say, well, that's not possible on Hive today. I need smart contracts. Okay. That's fine. You don't have smart contracts, but you will at some point. You know, I don't have this. That's fine. You know, decentralized polling. I need adaptations with that for what I'm working on. I don't have it today. Well, there's other things I can keep working on. And then, you know, when the time comes, when I do get that, then I can implement. So do not let technical barriers stop you. And by technical barriers, I mean, well, it, it's kind of not here, not, not possible on Hive. 
that may be true today, but that doesn't mean it'll be true in six months. And so if you, if you build for six months in spite of that and around that, you know, and again, you may get somebody who comes involved who, who is able to create a workaround from a technical angle anyway. So, you know, there's a lot of different ways that this stuff can go, and it's an opportunity. Uh, Bitcoin man got a phone call, so he left a bit early, but it was an awesome week. Thank you, everyone, for participating. Thank you, Bitcoin man. I hope the phone call was good news and not bad news. So um, with that, we've gone on for an hour and a half. It was a good show. Love to see the idea from Skate Hive. So that was the big takeaway this week is they are going to add some uh, – some. they're, they're going to add Flippy to the Skate Hive website, which will be wonderful. Uh, Nifty, unless you have anything else to say, I think uh, it's time to close this show down. Got yeah, any final show. words? Uh, just uh, yeah, go some, go make someone smile today. If you don't do anything else, just do that. Make someone smile today. All right. That's a great thought to end the day and end the spaces. So we will see you same time next week. Hope everybody has a great day.